0: Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills bishop richard currently pastors the london branch of the first love church a vibrant campus ministry with young energetic people full of first love for the lord we believe this message will give you hope light and love to strengthen you in your christian walk now listen to bishop richard
1: And cross darkness, cover the people. But the Lord, Search for me with all my heart and soul. Make me the center of your joy. My heart, my life I give to you No other can come
2: Thank you for a blessed Sunday afternoon. Let your will be done amongst us in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Shout better. Amen. amen. God bless you. Take your seats for a little while. Do you feel like praying for a short while? Okay, I want us to pray for a very, 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 very short while, and then we would um, we'll be happy. Is that a good idea? Yes. Wow, good to see you. Beautiful. Especially you. Okay. Um, turn your Bibles. At least. Keep it turned. I'll tell you where to in a second. Um, but turn your Bibles. Are you turning your Bibles? Yes. Keep it turning. It's a blessing. Are you happy to be in church? Yes. Excited to be in church? Yes. Are you expectant? Yes. What are you expecting? Expecting you what? You expecting, expectant. Yeah. Hmm? Okay. well, this morning I, wa- I want us to pray, you know and um, uh, what do I want us to pray about? I want us to pray about to pray for something spiritual. Do you like praying for spiritual things, yes. or you like praying for physical things? I want us to pray for something spiritual. Ask God for something spiritual. Okay. Um. So, um, whose phone is that? Ten of your phones. Okay. And um, this thing I want us to pray for is spiritual. Do you like spiritual? Yes. Say spiritual. spiritual. Or oh, you want to say spiritual? spiritual. No, spiritual. spiritual. Yes, spiritual is more spiritual than spiritual. <laughs> Can you see the difference? Yes. yes. Even though it sounds cultural, but uh, but spiritual is more spiritual than spiritual. Yeah. You should, know, you should know the differences. Your tone sometimes waters down the power. Yeah. Okay, so I think I would like us to visit Psalm 90. Yeah, and I really want you to pray. It's not about shoes and bags, but look, forget shoes and bags. There are more important things in life than shoes and bags. And God, God will give you shoes and bags when you have, when you have other things. Have you found Psalm ninety? I've also found Psalm ninety. I like what's in Psalm 90. Do you like what it's there? It says in verse 12. So teach us to number our days. Father, anoint this time. And may you hear our cry. Thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. It says, So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. And then it says that return, O Lord, how long? And let it repent thee concerning thy servants. Oh, satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days wherein thou hast um, afflicted us, and the years wherein we have seen evil. Then verse 16 is our prayer topic today for a little while, for a short while. It says that, let thy work Appear unto thy servants and thy glory unto their children, and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands, establish thou it. So, verse 16 is a very important prayer for. Or Christians, where it says that, let thy work appear unto us. There's something that is called the work of God. The work of God. And um, God expects every Christian, every believer to be involved in his work. You see, we can, I can teach you about the work of God, which is basically called shepherding shepherding i can teach you about shepherding but one aspect of being a good shepherd and being a good worker in the house of god is to also pray to pray for the work of god to appear in other words in other words what you are praying for is you are praying for a burden a burden because without a burden you can't serve God. You can't work for God. If you don't have a burden for people, a heart for people, compassion for people, you don't feel, you don't feel what people feel, you don't feel what people could possibly be going through, you can't be a good worker for God. How I many of you would like to work for God, by the way? You would like to. You think it's a good idea. It's a good idea. It's a wonderful idea to work for God. Yes. But you need a burden to be a good worker. You need to make that request to God like um, like um, this person is praying here and saying that let thy work appear unto thy servants. You see, some, sometimes you can, you can have a job, but you don't even know what it involves and what it entails. So you don't, you don't give yourself to it in a way that it will come out that you actually have a job. There are people who have great jobs, but they've actually uh, made, trivialized it. So even though they have good uh, 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 or important uh, roles, their attitude towards it makes it like it's nothing. It's like it's nothing, like it's no job. Like it's not a great job. It's not an important job. It's not a significant job. And it's because they can't see. What it entails, they feel it's nothing. They feel what you've given them, is nothing. I've given um, different jobs to people uh, in church. And I can, I can tell those who, those who can magnify their office, those who can magnify the role that has been given to them, and those who also trivialize the job that you've given to them, so that even the questions they ask you, when they come back to you, it's as though you've given them nothing and the, the real reason is because they've not made this prayer that let thy work appear it's like I need to see the work I need to see the work good workers don't need much supervision when someone is still so good at what they are doing you need to keep on reminding prompting uh, explaining with di- sometimes with diagrams with pictures you know, you need to keep explaining because, because the burden is not there. And then that you have the group that are also not into anything at all. They just, we just come and go. But you see, God would want us to be an army of servants, an army of workers, people who are working for him, people that are serving him, people that are attending to souls. As a soul of a man is very valuable to God. As soon as, as soon as you gain the heart and the burden that God has for a human being, you will discover that you start desiring to work for God. To work for God and to get involved in the in the things of God, to be a shepherd, to look after people, to look out for people, to guide people, to counsel people, to pray for people, to talk to people. To invest in people because that's what God wants. God wants people to be saved and to be stable. But when you can't see the work, when we can't see the work, we do nothing. We even feel there's no work. We actually feel there's no. We feel there's nothing to be done. It's like there's nothing to be done. It's like it's like is that all? Maybe you 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 even tell some. We even tell you, even tell, you can even tell somebody that you know um um learn a song. It can be meaningless to somebody and it can be very, very important to someone else depending on how the person's understanding of the song is like, can this song change your life? When I stand there on Sunday morning or whichever day and I'm singing this song, will it change your life? Will it affect your life? Will it save a soul? Will it change, will it minister anything to somebody? When the work that goes with or the burden of the message, is missing. When a person stands, a person is—I is, don't know whether to say ministering or singing. Let me say singing, because ministering is different. When a person stands, there, the person is—you can tell the—you can tell the difference between those who have a burden for the work and those who don't have a burden for it. So this morning, I want us to pray that Lord, let Thy work appear unto us. Let us let us understand. Give us give us turn on that switch, that spiritual switch in our hearts and our souls that we will see your church and your kingdom and your work. We'll see it as work. And not just as something we are strolling through. And perhaps for those of us who have never had such an experience or such a burden for the things of God, perhaps today, God will give you a burden. That from today, your attitude towards church and towards church work and the things of God will be absolutely different. Matthew chapter nine. Matthew chapter nine. Are you there? Have you found Matthew nine verse 35? The Bible says that and Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Verse 36. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. You see, when Jesus saw the people, the Bible says that he was moved with compassion. That's somebody with a burden. That like when he saw the people, he saw work. He saw that there is something that if if there's something that God will like them to have. God will like them to have. Because they were, they were like sheep without a shepherd. It's like they are without a pastor. No one to guide them. No one to counsel them. No one to talk to them. And sometimes some, some of us are like that. If only, if only you had. Real close up shepherding in your life. Your life will be different. How many people agree that your life will be different? There will be somebody to have told you that stop. Stop. Before you end that scar on your life. Someone would have said stop. But there was no shepherd. Or maybe the shepherd didn't have the burden. The shepherd didn't have the care. The people didn't have the care. It's like everybody is into himself. Everybody is, is trying to save themselves somehow. But when Jesus saw the people, he, 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 saw, he saw God's work. He saw God's work. He's, he discovered that no. It's like no, no, no. And he had compassion. He was moved with compassion towards them. He was moved with compassion. He was moved. That these people ask they fainted, they are scattered, and they are like sheep having no shepherd. That's somebody with a burden. I remember once somebody came to the church. After church, she came to see me. Do you want me to tell you what she asked? Are you sure? Why do you want me to tell you? After church, when she came to see me, she said she's got an idea. I said, what idea do you have? She said, the people after church look very hungry. So, she's going to cook fried rice and put it in her car And after church, outside of the church, she's going to open her car car boat sale. And she's going to sell Packed fried rice. Can you see what she can see? What she saw was a market. What I could see was souls. People who need help. People who after church perhaps need counseling, need visits, need somebody to talk to. Someone to talk to them. Someone to speak to them. Someone to Point them in the right direction. People need direction. How many of you need direction or have needed direction? People try to point you in the right direction. Go this way. It's all the work of God. You see, you all say you need it. Others also need it. She wanted to sell rice. That was her burden after church. Rice. Rice. I said to her, There are a thousand rice spots in Peckham. I don't need a car boot rice sale. I need shepherds. I need people with a burden and a heart, not rice sellers. When I look at the church, I don't see a a potential to make profit. That If I buy a bag of rice for 20 pounds... I can make a sale of 200 pounds out of it. But that's what she saw. When you see people, people see different things. Some see money. Some see, let me not give you ideas. (laughs) People see different things. (laughs) John chapter six. How many of you would like to pray that Thy work appear unto us? Thy work. See, that that would explain sometimes why maybe we are not interested in even doing more and wanting to do more, genuinely, 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 genuinely. When, when the work appears, when you have a real spiritual burden, you would serve God and you will last in serving Him. You don't. You don't. Is it the reason why? How many of you have, have graduated? Yes. When was when was the last time? After you've graduated, you graduated from where? Uh, Queen Mary. That's where you went. Oh really? I didn't know where you went. Okay, since you, you left that place, Queen Mary, it sounds like a girl's school. Anyways, okay, forget. Since you left Queen Mary, since you left Queen Mary, have you ever been back there for an exam?
3: No, Bishop. Why? Because I finished my exam,
2: Bishop. Because you, you've achieved what you went there to achieve, isn't it? You've achieved it. Did you achieve it? Yes, Bishop. Sure. You, you didn't drop out?
3: I didn't drop out.
2: You didn't give up? I finished. Um, Queen Mary didn't mess you up?
3: <laughs> they, d- they didn't mess me up, no.
2: Your uni didn't mess yes. you up?
3: My uni or UCAS, they didn't mess me up. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you finished. The only reason why he's not been back is because he's achieved his aim. Now, be careful... What makes you do what you do? Wow. As soon as you get it, there'll be no motivation. No matter who you are. No matter how hard you try. There'll be no motivation because you've got it. You've got what you want. There'll be no motivation. You, you will not feel like it because why would you feel... Why, why would he go back to Queen Mary? I've never known you went to Queen Mary, you know. <laughs> yes. I no you were born again and a Christian. Yes. Why would he, he, doesn't, he doesn't? But you used to go there all the time, isn't it? Zealously, seriously, you were always around Queen Mary.
3: Yes, Bishop, all the time. All the time. You were there day and night.
2: Day and night. But as soon as he achieved what he wanted, he doesn't go there again. I don't even know whether he goes there for outreach. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't. Same with me, same with me. The uni I went to,
4: mm-mm, 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 mm-mm.
2: the last time I was there, I said to my friend who was driving, Can you take me on the route that I used to go for walks with my beloved on? That's all I asked for. I said, I don't want to see the lecture halls. I don't want to see the, ex- I don't want to see any of those places. I said, I used to go for walks with my beloved in this place. Can we, I said, can you, can we turn, turn onto Ridge Road? There's a road called Ridge Road. Then there's another one called Accordia Road. Accordia means eagle. Isn't it, it means eagle, isn't it? Eagle, yes. Eagle, yes. Eagle Road. Eagle Road and Ridge Road. Let's go for walks on Saturday afternoons with my beloved. Beautiful, exciting, Exciting. mood-changing. No, it is also winning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what I asked for. I didn't ask for anything. I was not interested in the other stressy parts of of the campus. The other parts were stressy. I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to, I didn't even want to know it. I just wanted the nice parts. I, I, fin- I finished what I went there to do. I'm, I'm done with it. So when you have a genuine, 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 spiritual, spiritual, not spiritual, spiritual burden. It lasts. You see, for years, for years. You're a shepherd, caring for people, looking out for people, preaching, teaching, speaking, establishing, following up. Genuine spiritual burden. It's a real thing we have to pray for. Verse, Verse 39. And this is the Father's will which has sent me, that of all which he has given me, I should lose nothing. This is this, this, this how a shepherd with a real burden speaks and prays that all that God has given, I will not lose any. I'll keep all. I'll have all. I'll look out for every. This is a burden he had. 100% retention. That is like anybody I witness to, anybody I bring into the church, I will keep. I will do everything within my power to keep. To maintain and to keep in the faith, Everything, that of all which He has given me, of all, of all which He has given me, I will lose none. Let Thy work appear unto Thy people. I want you I want us to pray for five minutes. It's five minutes long enough for you. It's not long, but you know, it's it's it's, um, it's what they can give me. My bosses will give me this this afternoon. You didn't know that I had bosses. I had bosses. I had bosses that I'm their boss, but they try to control me sometimes. Yes, yes. So I have to allow them to control me so that there will be peace and all things will be done orderly. That's how I create confusion. So I want us to pray for five minutes. Five minutes for a spiritual burden. A spiritual burden. Give me that verse back. Let thy work appear unto thy servants. Let thy work appear. The work of souls. Saving souls. Establishing souls. Keeping souls. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. Let pray for it. The Lord want to have it. That want to have this quality that we know what your work is when when you when you go to church and you see empty chairs you know what it means that it means souls must be saved souls must be saved souls must be won and souls must be established not just won and left they must be established when when, when, when you're a lady and you give birth they have they have uh, These people that are called midwives, they don't just they don't just say bye-bye to you in the hospital. No, they take your address, they follow up, they do follow-up for weeks to make sure that the baby is still alive. You haven't thrown the baby out of the window. Yes, no, when they come you see the discussion is almost as though your health, your this, your that, but they're making sure the baby is still there. You haven't done anything and even the questions they will ask you sometimes the questions they'll ask is almost satanic because they keep they keep crying are you okay do you sometimes feel like crying do you feel like this it's like it's like forcing you to, to say yes to things that you don't you're not experiencing <laughs> but you see, they are asking those questions from experience but they know others get depressed and confused. After look, when you, wait, you, you you give birth for the first time, and the baby is crying, it can be confusing. You don't know what to do. Forget about your husband. He wouldn't help. <laughs> Forget about him. Forget about him. He, he's, he, he's as lost as you. He even enjoys the sound of the crying. He's even really happy that he's he's produced a human being that makes noise but you will be there having slept for a while and then this baby is just there and you don't know you just finished feeding the baby you've just changed the baby and it's like you're wondering I've done everything why are you why it can be very that's why it's nice to give birth in Africa your mother will be there your grandmother will be there your auntie will be there your great grandmother will be there your, even your neighbor even your neighbor will hear the baby crying, will come home and say hey are you people okay that's why they are more sane over there than than this lonely life you will never have mental problems after birth but I'm explaining to you, maybe when you're about to give birth, go to Africa and have it. Look, if everybody will help you. Your brothers, your sisters. Look, neighbors, when they hear a baby, they'll come up. Look, I'm ask you, are you okay? Service, do you need help? Can I bath the baby for you? And then you even be thinking, oh, she's a witch, I'll not let her bath the <laughs> baby. Yes. Your grandmother will tell you, Go and sleep, go and sleep. I'll do it for you. Guess go and get something.
4: Yeah, you can't you can sleep.
2: You call your mother, she's at work. <laughs> <laughs> she's at work. <laughs> one lady, when she, who had, her mother was is one of these career women type of people. She called her that she's giving birth. She said, She asked her mother, Will you come and help me? Her? her mother said, Ask your father if he will come and help you. Me, as you can, ask your father. Ask your father if he will come. He will take time off his work Then come and sit here and uh, bath your baby. Maybe I'm going to work. Ask, 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 you, ask, you,
5: ask your father. <laughs> I've never seen an African father looking after a child before. <laughs>
2: her mother that gave birth to her that's what she said <laughs> your dad your dad maybe your dad will come me i'm going to work <laughs> nice to your mothers now, okay? are <laughs> Be very nice to them. You need them soon.
5: <laughs> I'm picturing my father. <laughs> Look <at that> <laughs> what a shock! <laughs>
2: Can you picture daddy
1: with your baby?
2: <laughs> if you're not will you, give them coffee. <laughs> Look, we are going to pray. Let thy work appear unto thy servants, okay? Let thy work appear. Want to pray? Let your work appear. We need a spirit. I mean if you you need a spiritual burden. You need a spiritual burden for this work and for this task and to serve God. Stand to your feet onto your feet and start praying start praying to God ask God for a spiritual burden a spiritual burden a spiritual burden Lord I need a spiritual I need to see your work I need to see it in a way I've never seen it before help me Lord besides the teachings besides the notes the points the books Lord touch my heart touch my heart to see your work To understand your work and to know your work. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Pray for that burden. Pray for that burden. Pray for that vision. Pray for that load to come, that weight to come upon you. That you will care about people. People that Jesus died for. Souls that Christ died for. That you care for them. That you will see them. Pray. You we'll are just pray for a few minutes. Pray. Ask God that, Lord, I want to see your work. I want to understand your work. I want to experience your work, Lord. Let your work appear to be. Let me see your work, Lord. Let me be a doer of your work, Lord. Someone who is involved in your work. Someone who understands your work. Someone who will work for you, Lord. Somebody who will serve you, Lord. Someone who will live for you, Lord. Someone who will serve you tirelessly, Lord. Tirelessly, Lord. Tirelessly, Lord. Who will serve you. Never resigning. Never retiring. Never giving up because of the burden. Because of the burden. Give me a burden, Lord. Let me have a burden, Lord. Let me have a burden, Lord. Give me a burden, Lord. For every assignment, every opportunity everything that i have in your house lord to do oh god let me do it with a burden let me do it with a burden pray 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 maybe you don't even know what it means but pray for it ask him ask him that lord let your work appear to me let your work appear to me i can't see it lord i want to see it i can't feel it lord i want to feel it let my heart be touched let my heart be touched. Let my heart be touched. Let my soul be touched. Let my soul be affected, Lord, by your work, Lord. By your work, Lord. Pray that, Lord, give me sleepless nights because of your work. Sleepless nights before because of your work. Cause me to rise up early hours of the day to pray for your work, to pray for souls, to pray that your kingdom will flourish, your work will flourish. Ah, shaba laba kabasha ba laba dabaya, laba kabala labadabaya shanda pradi laba di ba kapasha nda laba kabahataya, ma laba da pradi shaba laba kiba Of all things, I could have a burden for. Lord, let me have a burden for your work, O God. Pray, pray The Lord a bedding. I need a bedding. I need a spiritual bedding. I need a concern and a care. A natural care for your work, Lord. A natural care from your work, Lord. Touch my heart, Lord. Touch my heart, Lord. Touch my heart, Lord. Touch my heart, Lord. Touch my soul, Lord. Touch my heart, oh God. A bedding, Lord. A bedding, Lord, a bedding, Lord. A burden, Lord a burden lord pray everybody praying everybody praying everybody praying asking god speaking to him that this will be the greatest care and burden that you have in your life to work for him to work for him to serve him to serve him with a burden to serve him with a care and a concern ah Pado laba diba kapa laba daba ya mavida Lava Diva kaba yanda Lava Diva kapa yaba Ramiado sama libradiste libradiste libredo baya baka basa sanda Lava kapa makadiyasta ya makadiyasta ya makabata ya that all I do in your house Lord may I do with the burden Lord. May I do it with understanding, Lord. May I do it, O God, with a sense of purpose, O God. A bedding, 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 O God. A bedding for salvation of souls. A bedding for establishment of souls. A bedding for the increase of souls in your house, Lord. A bedding for it, Lord. Give us that burden Lord. Grant us that burden Lord. Grant us that burden Lord. Grant us the weight of God. Grant us the weight and in of God. Ma Kaba Shaba Labah. Ma la kaba Shabaya. La Bazibatalaban del Bekibahaia. biki pata. Kipata 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 Sasaya. Pazoma Laba Diva Kapayada Bihataya. Ma taya Bradabasha. Pabadika sa. papadikasa, sa. Papadika sa thank you Jesus lift up your two hands and thank him just thank God for this time thank him for this time believing believing for answered prayer believing that by the Holy Spirit you have received an impartation of a burden for souls a burden for the work of God a burden for establishing souls in the house of God thank him thank him a burden to work for him to work in excellence to work and excel and do things well for God to glorify God in your body and in your life thank him thank him for the burden thank him say thank you to him for the burden for the weight For that care. For that understanding. For a new heart. A new heart. A new heart that cares for the work of God. Cares for the work of God. Cares for the work of God. Concerned about the work of God. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Lord. Every hand lifted up Father. Thank you for these precious ones Lord. I pray for an impartation of your precious Holy Spirit. The Spirit of a burden for souls. Souls to be established. Souls to know you. Souls to serve you. Lives to give themselves to you and to live for you and to work for you, Lord. Cause every hand lifted up to have that burden. To walk with that burden. To walk with that weight, oh God. May we care for lives that Jesus died for to establish them in your house and that they may be established and stable in your house Lord raise and call out of this gathering, Lord shepherds anointed shepherds spirit filled shepherds and pastors Lord who will care for the lost and will care for the dying Lord let that be our desire let that be what drives us oh God more than anything else in this life. May we have the care for your work, Lord. Let thy work, oh God, appear unto us, oh God. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer. And receiving our prayer this afternoon. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say a good amen. amen. Put your hands together for the Lord for a powerful... Answered prayer. How I many of you believe that this is a good prayer? Yes. Is it a good prayer you have prayed? For a spiritual burden. A spiritual burden. Caring for souls. Caring for lives. Our lives will be established. May his work appear unto us. Hallelujah. We shouldn't walk around absent-mindedly, Dilly-dallying. In opportunities that God has given to us but we do it with a weight and a sense of responsibility hallelujah well I don't know that we have time we can welcome the worship stars we have time for them worship stars we're just going to welcome the worship stars your cup is like you are 50 years old are you 65 Or the burden for souls is making you cool. No, the burden for souls will make you light, light and excited. Beautiful. God bless you.
0: Amen. Who knows? There's only a God like our God, and that we serve a great God, and that through Him all things are possible. Clap your hit, say, if you
1: believe it. And he chose us Um, I'm here today, you're not here by chance It's not a mistake But God loves you and he chose you So today we say thank you We say thank you Lord Thank you for loving me Amen Amen
5: to be in church? How many of you would like some wonderful singing? Would you like some wonderful singing? Are you sure you want some wonderful singing? Let's welcome the greater love choir.
3: hands together for Jesus. Amen. It's testimony time. Amen. Amen. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the fruit of the land. Amen. So today, as the word of God comes powerfully, Amen as the word of God comes powerfully, if we are just willing and obedient, you shall receive a practical breakthrough, amen. So I want you to put your hands together and clap your hands as we welcome Samantha from the Greater Love Choir to share a powerful testimony. Fantastic. Samantha, tell us what the Lord has done for you.
6: So by the grace of God, I have an amazing testimony based on the significance of tithing. Wow. Uh, yeah. Tell us. So a couple of weeks before um, Bishop Richard started tithing, um, teaching, preaching about the tithing series... Um, I was really struggling financially and I just didn't want to tie. So,
3: how were you struggling financially? What couldn't you do?
6: Um, I wasn't getting much clients.
3: Mm-hmm. So, uh, clients from where?
6: Um, I have a hair business by the, on the side. By okay, the okay. Yeah.
3: Tell us. <laughs> how many have a business on the side? This testimony is for you in Jesus' name. Continue. So, you have a business on the side. And you weren't getting many clients. I wasn't and getting many. And you were struggling clients. financially. I was struggling okay, financially. continue.
6: I was struggling to even attend center meetings. You couldn't
3: come for center meetings. I was okay. struggling. Okay, tell us. Okay.
6: <laughs> and so um, um, on the day that Bishop Richard preached about tithing and okay. um, specifically about why non tithing Christians are poor, I decided to tithe my salary so you took the
3: decision after that message to start tithing
6: i made that decision i was convicted by the holy spirit to tithe
3: then what happened
6: and so um as the days went by i was hearing testimonies Mm -hmm. miracle money testimonies Mm -hmm. so my friend received miracle money twice she
3: received two testimonies of miracle money okay continue
6: and so i felt that god probably forgot about me
3: Mm -hmm. God has not forgotten about you in Jesus' name. Amen. Continue.
6: And so, um, there was a day that I was talking to my friend, and in fact, I was complaining. I was complaining that there's so many clients that I even have to turn some away.
3: So the clients for your business that you couldn't get, now you started complaining that there were too many there clients. Was too much. After you started tithing. After I started. And what my... else happened to you after you started tithing?
6: So after I started tithing, I do not struggle anymore with finances. I d- I, it's easy for me to even go to a Bacenta meeting. So you can go to Bacenta meetings. I can go. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can go visitations even for fellowship. Okay. I can even fellowship. So. Um, and I, and
3: what what was it about the message? specifically that you feel what scripture what revelation what 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 encouraged you or what made you know that it was because of the time
6: so immediately the scripture came into my mind malachi 310 okay which was the same scripture that bishop richard was preaching on the day that i decided to find fantastic
3: the bible says in malachi 310 prove me now If I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour you a blessing such that you cannot, there will not be enough room to receive it. That's why she's struggling. She's struggling. There are too many clients. So, so do you have, do you have any room for clients? If someone wants to see you now, can listen. It's too much. By the
6: the grace of God, April has been fully booked. April
3: has been fully booked. Yes. Ah, So what do you want to tell us? If you're going to clap, clap properly. Hey. Amen. So what do you, so Samantha, what do you want to tell us today?
6: Um, what do you want to tell us? I want to thank Bishop Richard for starting mm-hmm. the tithing series because it was on time. I needed that. Okay. <laughs> I really do. And I really did. And I really want to encourage everyone to keep coming to First Love Church and really soak it deep in the word. Like don't, don't be passive listening, really take in the word because you never know what blessings lie behind the word on that
3: day. Fantastic. So put your hands together for a powerful testimony. You may take your seat. Amen. <laughs> Fantastic. How many enjoy that testimony? So our second testimony is a written testimony. Amen. I shall read it to you. My testimony is about believing in miracles and supernatural things. The prophet recently said, if you don't believe in supernatural things, don't come to church next week. So I believe the prophet's word. I believed and I started believing in the supernatural. So I came to church. At the beginning of school, I took out a student loan to pay for my tuition from a private student company. So she went to a a private company, not the normal company, and took out a separate loan. Because there is no government student loans for that course. Now the other day, I received an email from them which simply read as follows please be aware that your account will be credited with a refund of 1,337 pounds, amen? I thought you'd clap. Now, this was completely out of nowhere. The miraculousness of the money is that when I asked about it, they actually admitted that they aren't exactly sure why they are giving it to me. But it's to make up for a mistake they had made earlier in the year. Now, I would like to encourage everyone, believe in these prophecies and they shall practically
5: come to pass in your lives as well. Amen. Are you tired of the ministrations? Would you like some more ministrations? Put your hands together as we welcome Selah!
1: Please give it. You will receive a harvest of many blessings. Oh, give it. Please give it. I will open you the windows of heaven. Pour you out a blessing so much you cannot receive. So give all your offerings. Pay all your time. Lord thy God with your substance, honor the Lord thy God with your first fruits. So shall thy barns be filled with increase from the Lord. Your bank accounts will burst with the blessing from the Lord. Whosoever soweth the seed sparingly, he shall also reap a harvest sparingly. Whoso soweth bountifully, reaps bountifully. God, He loves the chair giving. Yes, He really does. So give all your offerings, pay all your tithes. Oh, give it. Please give it. You will receive a harvest of many blessings. You cannot receive, so give all your offerings, pay all your tithes, give all your.
5: Two weeks since our pastor has been in church. And just like when a father goes away, he comes back with gifts. Today, I believe our father has gifts for us. Just like apostle Paul said, I long to see you that I may impart some spiritual gifts I believe that as you tune your hearts and as you tune your minds you shall be blessed I said you shall be blessed as you are if you are excited as I am put your hands together make some Holy Ghost noise as we welcome to the pulpit Bishop Richard
2: you Jesus. Let us pray. Let us pray. Thank you. It's beautiful. Thank you. Let us pray. Prayer. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father we want to thank you for this blessed time. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your mercies on us, Lord. Let this be a blessed time, oh God. Bless us, Father. We've come to you. Please bless us. Please speak to us. Let your word be a blessing to us, Lord. Change us. Convert us. Heal us. Promote us, Lord. Thank you, Father, that in this blessed atmosphere, you would pour your Holy Spirit afresh on us, Lord. Thank you for wisdom and thank you for revelation in your word. I thank you for understanding hearts, Lord. May we be wiser at the end of the service. In Jesus name, we have prayed and everybody shall say amen. amen. God bless you and take your seats. Beautiful, beautiful Good to see all of you again. Um, Today looks like a three-point service. You know, sometimes there are seven, sometimes there are six. Today feels like three. Are you okay with that? (laughs) No problem. But we are talking about tithing. And we're talking about why non-tithing Christians become poor, and how tithing Christians can become rich. It's a long title, isn't it? Why non-tithing Christians become poor, and then how tithing Christians can become Rich. Wonderful. So I think that's about our fourth in this series. Um, Fourth and perhaps the last. Then we take a break. Then we'll come back on tight thinking. Because we started hearing testimonies. It means that the word is working. So you have to keep the four messages. Work it for yourself. And um, have... Powerful testimonies. God will prosper you. As a tither, God will prosper you. Can you imagine? You have about 70 more years to live. And you're going to live 70 years as a tithing Christian. That is guaranteed blessed life of 70 years. Wow. Only 70 people said amen. amen. Because tithing. Really, really stirs up great blessings and directs blessings and directs the mighty hand of God to provide for us and to bless us.
4: So, can you can
2: you really imagine it? Seventy more years of a good life. Your life shall be good. Amen. It will be a good life, it'll be a blessed life. It's good to learn good things early, good things early. Have you seen I mean if you learned some bad things earlier? and you discovered how it was difficult to do away with the bad things, isn't it? It wasn't easy, isn't it? It's not been easy, isn't it? Yes, but you, you overcome it. you overcome it. Your old devils will never resurrect in your life. We cast them in Amen. Jesus' name. They shall wither. Amen. They shall not be functional in your life. Amen. Those old devils, you know those old ones? Amen. They shall never surface. Amen. They are dead and gone. Amen. Like old Roger is dead and gone to his grave. Mm, uh, gone to his grave. Anyway... <laughs> Um, tithing it's a good thing to learn early learn good things early and practice it practice it your life gets better and better one of the interesting things about tithing is that why does my voice sound hoarse is it my voice is it me how do you know it's not me but I'm the one speaking I feel like a guest preacher has come to church today Is it me okay And they try everything for me to be me yeah because I, as, as I feel like a guest is here a convention speaker yeah somebody was saying that I see 17 of you. <laughs> Receive 17 blessings. Okay, let's let's be serious. I'm talking about tithing and how God will bless you. Maybe it's my voice actually. Maybe it's me for the so maybe lower the volume a bit for me so that I don't hear myself too much. It sounds a bit croaky, isn't it? And yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> one two <laughs> okay so Andy it wasn't you it was me <clears throat> so the more I clear it the better he you can see so I have to keep doing okay all right does it sound more like me are we getting there All right, when it changes, tell me so I can do. Okay, so tithing, one of the things that tithing does is that I realize, I realize, and I want you to also realize it, that it activates, do you understand activates? It activates different principles in your life, different principles. Tithing is not just about um, Malachi chapter 3. That I open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. It it actually sets in motion a lot of different principles that makes you do well. It makes you flourish. It forces you to prosper. It forces you to do well. It's a it's a commitment that when you have, you are forced to do well and to prosper because you are actually setting in motion in your life. Different principles of life that makes people do well. You see, I'll I'll show you something about people who prosper and people who seem to have a prosperous person is somebody who seems to have all the time. It's like he he has, and then there are people who don't have. Isn't it? How many of you know there are people who don't have every time they don't have every time they don't have? When you go out for a meal with them, they don't have. When you go when you go to the cinema with them, they don't have. When you have to buy, when you have to buy a uniform, you don't have. Um, what's that? Okay. When we have to when we have to go for a camp, they don't have. Um. um you know, it's like, it's like almost, almost like a, a, a trait that the person constantly has. But you see, one interesting thing about people who have and people who don't have, it's a very simple rule. They both have some things that they do. And they continue doing it. And that is what puts them in that state. They have some things that they do. It's like a poor country. Poor countries have some things that they do. And they continue doing it. That's how come they remain poor. Rich countries also have things that they do. And they continue doing those things. And that's what makes them rich. So a prosperous person has something that he does. And he continues, whether conscious or unconscious, he continues doing those things. So you see that it's it's like, it's like magic. Every time the person has... And then the person who is also poor has some things that he does. And he continues doing that very thing. Never breaks out of the trend. When, when your life is following a particular trend that you don't like, you, you, just, you just need to make a turn out of that trend. Out of that line of life. Out of that lifestyle. You just take, make a turn to the right or to the, whatever, make a turn. Out of it. If you continue on that road you continue on that road. Right. Like, like this, this, after, this afternoon, I came out of a station that I don't usually come out of. I've come out of that station a few times. Then I used an exit that I've never used before. And I don't know why I used it. But I just said, it's, I just said to myself, it's an exit. Yeah. <laughs> when I came out, I saw things I've never seen before. I said, no. No, I'm lost. I said to myself, I'm lost. So I took out my phone. And I went to Google Maps. And I typed in Grange City Hotel. Then he said to me, where I'm standing, Grange City Hotel. It's ten minutes drive. And I said, and I said to Google Maps, "You are lying. You are lying. I've used this station before. It's not a ten minute drive." So I came out, and I went back into the station because I know that if I continue, I'll be—I was lost. I'll be loster. Yeah. you understand, loster? Yes. I'm going to worsen my situation. I'm going to worsen it. So I went under. And I said. But don't use luster, okay? It's just just for this service. I went back into the station. And I saw another exit. So I took that exit. When I came out. The spirit of confusion. (laughs) Was still hovering so I couldn't really figure out where I was so I went back to my dear Google Maps and I said now I'm here then he said to me you are five minutes walk from Prince City to yourself and I said well done I said well done now you are talking now you've stopped lying now you are talking but the point I'm making is that if I had continued on the other one I'll be what? losta I'll be lost there. my lost state will be worse. So when you are doing things and it is not getting better you see people do who don't have they even have a way of talking explaining justifying and it doesn't it doesn't help you see you are doing something that is not making you prosper change it. And do what will make you prosper. Proverbs, 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 Proverbs chapter 11. Let me read some verses to you. Proverbs 11, 11, verse 1 says a false balance and abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. But I want from verse 20. They that are of a forward heart are abomination to the Lord, but such as are upright in their way are his delight. Do you, do you understand this? Try NLT so that we can speak English. People are struggling. You just, we, just, we just have to learn things. you know, they're, they're, Because sometimes there are a lot of principles in life that could be working against you. But you wouldn't know because perhaps you don't know what the scripture says. So you, you keep on doing some things hoping that perchance Life is like some lottery and things will change. But life is not like a lottery. Life follows. You see, it's like one of the grave principles of life is that what you sow, you reap. Never forget it. Don't, don't even wait for anybody to tell you and feel that somebody has cursed you. Nobody has cursed you. Nobody, nobody is a cursor. Nobody walks around cursing people.
5: When you, when you, when
2: you plant, expect a harvest. Anyway, I I hope this translation will help us. It says that the Lord detests, you understand detest? The Lord detests people with crooked hearts. The heart of a person is what makes him act or say what he does. So the Lord detests people who ways are crooked. You can't follow them. Do you know crooked? Zigzag. Zigzag. Not straightforward because it's not straightforward. This is not straightforward. Sometimes some of you are quite young, so you can't, you can't see. When you see a zigzag person, you don't easily spot it. And when you are being told that this person is zigzag, you don't believe it. So they start zigzagging you. You will never be zigzagged.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Especially the young sisters. Some, some of the guys are zigzag. Especially, especially the smooth ones, smooth guy, nice guy. It's like this. He's zigzag. Zigzag. He's the, but he's the coolest guy. He's the guy you will like. I also know he's the guy you will like. He looks likable. He looks like the one you must have. But zigzag, zigzag, you shall escape every ziggy zaggy guy. <laughs> so, the Lord detests people with crooked hearts, but He delights in those with integrity. Wow, may you be a man of integrity. 21, evil people will surely be punished, but the children of the godly will go free. Thank you, Jesus. A beautiful woman. (laughs) Can I read my verses? Look, I'm talking about tithing. Okay, so relax. A beautiful woman who lacks discretion. is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. You didn't know that, didn't it? You only, you only knew up to beauty. That when you are beautiful, you must be, but beauty goes with discretion. When you are beautiful, have discretion. Otherwise, you'll be like a gold ring. That instead of being in the ears of a beautiful woman, it's in the nose of a, a, a pig. Can you imagine why the pig will take that gold thing into the mud? The value is the same. It's still a precious, precious item. Precious thing. But it will be it will be where it's being used. You shall escape all such things. Ah the sisters are feeling sad. I don't know why. It shall never be your story. Verse 23, the godly can look forward to a reward while the wicked can expect only judgment. Say mercy. mercy. Then, verse 24, give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. Give freely and become more wealthy. I feel like I can close the service. <laughs> yes. Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. Show it to us in King James. So next time we see, we'll recognize it. <laughs> King James listen, King James says that there is that scattereth and yet increaseth, and there is that withholdeth more than is meat, and it tendeth to poverty. So you see some people, they always seem to to be given. They go here, they give, they go here, they give. There's this opportunity to give, they give, they keep giving. And then there are those who are very calculated. You know, you know the calculators. When you start dealing with God, never be a calculator. Never never sit down and work out arithmetic with God. That I paid, I paid this for my council tax. I pay this for my car tax. I pay this for car insurance. Then I pay this for rent. And then this is my train fare. And then this is this. And then this is this. And then what is left? What is left is, is nothing. Of course, what is left will be nothing. Wow. Never, n- never take out. When you are dealing with God, never take out a calculator. Because if he takes out a calculator on your life. Yeah. So, you see, the calculator guys become stingy. They don't give. A stingy person, a stingy person, you see, most people are, I'll give you an illustration, most people are stingy when it gets to putting salt in their food. You don't pour salt. You pinch. They even tell you, a pinch of salt, a pinch. A pinch or so. So stingy people, when it gets to when it gets to giving, they are like the average person in salt with food. We pinch, we give. And what is lacking is is not that it's not that you don't have.
5: This is, don't,
2: nobody has rubbish money sitting somewhere that you want to collect and throw away. What, what, what a, a liberal person is called, or a generous person so who gives, it's, it's more of, what's so not who status It's like a liberal person, a generous person. A generous person, when he's giving, you think, you think he owns the whole world. But what he's rather doing is he's fulfilling a principle. That the person who gives will become wealthy. So it is the spirit of generosity that the tither would have. Someone is a constant, consistent, continuous tither. Is someone with the spirit of generosity? Not that he ha- Not that he hasn't got bills. It's not that he hasn't got bills. Who hasn't got bills? Who in London hasn't got bills? Even the animals in the jungle have bills they pay. Yeah. They are predators. If they don't hide, they'll be eaten. They sacrifice their comfort and different things so they can survive and live and grow up. Who hasn't got bills? Everybody has bills. But there is something called the spirit of generosity. That makes you prosper. Take us back to NLT. Take us back to NLT. Do you like NLT? Give freely and become wealthy. Give in a restricted stricter mode and you won't prosper. That is give with calculations and reasoning and debates and arguments and fear. Fear, I'm afraid. It's, it's, it's even simpler if I explain it to you this way. When you have a vision, when you have a vision to have money or to have anything, you wouldn't like to waste nothing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Should I say it again? When you have a vision, your vision is that I want a, lo- I want a lot of shirts. You won't throw your shirts away because your vision is to have a lot of it. So you keep saving your shirts one at a time. How many shirts can you save? And then the person who hasn't got a vision to save shirts seems to be giving away shirts. So because he's giving away shirts, he seems to be earning more shirts. So he ends up with more shirts than the one with a vision to have shirts. And that's what happens with people who don't have a vision for money and those who have a vision for money. The people who don't have a vision for money, don't they, money is not their idol. So they seem to give freely, that is without restrictions. They give freely because like, this is not my God. My aim is not to live for this thing and to die for this thing and to have a lot of So they give. And when they give, they activate. A principle. Give freely and become more wealthy. So you discover the person person who didn't have a mind of. Hasn't got a dream of being rich. Suddenly is strolling on the streets of London. And has has more than he has ever dreamt and lived and desired for. He has more. He doesn't even know how it happened. But it it has happened because he gives freely. And the people who want the die hard, die hard pound lovers are always stressed over pounds. They are stressed. Stressed. Verse 25. (laughs) The generous will prosper. The generous will prosper. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Am I reading the Bible to you? The Bible are really, saying everything for you. The generous will prosper. Show it to us in King James. The liberal soul shall be made fat. May you be made fat.
4: Yeah.
2: Not, not in. No, no not, not the hippo one. The, the pros, that's why I read the other one first. The prosperous one. You shall be loaded. But it comes when you are liberal. Why, why why wouldn't someone pay tithe? Because they feel they don't have enough. And they feel it's a waste. That's what verse 24. King James 24. They feel it's a waste. That's that's what the scripture is in the word. Scattereth. You are, you are scattering. Like you, are, you are throwing money away. You are throwing it away. You just throw money away. He said that person will increase. He throws away but he increases. He throws away, but every time he comes, 10%. Offerings. This offering. I'm giving this offering. I'm giving, I have have this opportunity to give to this. I'll give. Turns to give to this, I give. Turns to give to this, I give. He gives, he he keeps giving. He keeps scattering. But in his scattering, he's increasing. And then watch those. If If you are that type of person, watch yourself. When you always don't have... And you are waiting for the day to have. And you see that years have a go by. And it's like still. Because. The principle is off. It's off in your life. So that all, all the channels. To increase. To be made fat. To prosper. All the channels are blocked. God is is. Desiring, desiring to bless you, but you've blocked all the channels. Because he looks at his word, what he will use to bless you. And you are there, he said, No, I don't have enough. I'm not ready. I need shoes to buy. I have rent to pay. I have train tickets to buy. I have fuel to purchase. Fuel prices are rising. Fuel prices have been rising. Fuel prices have been rising. Fuel prices have been rising. I used to buy fuel at 34.9 P per liter. Yes, 34.9. I don't know whether you were even born. 34.9. Then, then I remember when it got to 44.9 and I said, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. 44, I mean, it's like, why 44.9 why P per liter? You can't even imagine, isn't it? Because now you're paying a pound 22 per liter and it's like, it's normal. It's so absurd. Yes. But at least, I remember from 34. I've lived long enough to see it get to a pound 22. But by the grace of God, it makes no difference to my life. It makes no difference to me. It makes no difference to me. Even if it's gone up, what, what can you do to bring it down? What can you do to bring it down? The people leading us reduce prices on alcohol. Yes, that, that's, that's, that's the wisdom. That's the wisdom that we hear every time. Tax on this one, take it off. Put the tax on fuel. And then now on sugar. My nice juice I'm looking for to drink. I can't find it again. All my sweet juices have turned into blue tops. Oh, you don't like nice drinks. I, I like nice drinks. I like those ones. that, Those are the ones I like. So now I have to start manufacturing my own drink at home. i make I pour some brown sugar into <sighs> Yeah, But you know, these are the principles that are sitting there. It's sitting, it's sitting, it's there. Whosoever will can use it. If you are liberal, it will be okay with you. If you scatter, you increase. The more you give, you give tithe, you give offerings, you give Ben MP, you give this. it's like it's like anything to give. You will, you will try and give, you will do something. The scripture says you increase more, increase more. Then there are those who say, no, Mm-mm. you even have the audacity to even compare to compare your rent, your rent to giving in the house of God, rent. Which everybody does. Every It's, 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 it's like saying that every... To, I mean, to live, I breathe. It's like I've, I've been breathing since I was born. I'm 42 years... For 42 years, I've been breathing. Who doesn't breathe? <laughs> No, I'm trying to drive out of your life certain spirits, certain deceptions that can hold you bound and keep you poor. And keep you, you see, you can can live just, I mean, it's like barely survive. And then you can also experience the blessings of God. The blessings, there's something called the blessings of God. Where God has blessed you. God has prospered you. Well, you know how much you earn and you see your life and you can say this one it is God may you experience divine provision NLT don't you like NLT I think I like it too give freely and become more wealthy you shall become more wealthy be stingy and lose everything say God forbid say God for really bid for really really bad you will not lose everything but not to lose everything don't be stingy stingy is calculating 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 Calculating. when you taste the food you say I need a bit more salt then you pinch Oh, ask your you're careful yeah Mm -mm. no don't be stingy. Don't treat, don't treat giving like salt. Free. Say like give freely. I mean freely. Freely. Be free with it. Be free with giving. Be free with sharing. Be free with sowing of seeds. Be free, children. Be free. Be free. Hold him back.
5: This is where it needs to
2: be free. Soon you will discover if you haven't seen it already, that you will discover you have friends who always have. It's like no problem. I'll pay. You don't have a pay for you. You see, you see that they always have because what they are doing is that they have turned on a switch called the switch of generosity. Generosity. They are generous. And when you are generous, the scripture says, the liberal soul, that is the general soul, shall be made fat. Hmm. So, today, one of the things that you turn on in your life is in Psalm 67. When you start tithing. Tithing is it's, it's more than Malachi 3. Come on, be serious. He says that God be merciful unto us and bless us cause his face to shine upon us then he says salad do you know what sala means it doesn't mean Sesie sala <laughs> means pause and ruminate that is stop here and think about it think about Think about what it's saying. So anytime you're reading the psalm, so you see cellar, it doesn't mean my <laughs> It means pause and ruminate. That is, think over. Toss it over and over in your mind. Meditate on it. It means don't rush to the next verse. Think about what you have read. Think about what the Bible is saying. So God be merciful unto us. And bless us. And cause his face to shine upon us. Wouldn't you like God to be merciful to you? And bless you. What does NLT say? NLT. Don't you like NLT? May God be merciful and bless us. May his face smile and favor us. Okay. What about NIV? Ah, May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us why would you like God to be gracious to you God be gracious God be gracious and bless us and make his face shine on us make his uh uh-huh uh-huh beautiful
1: yes Uh uh-huh God be gracious. God be gracious and bless us. Yes. And make your face shine on us. Beautiful. Let your ways be known. Mm -hmm. Your salvation Mm shown all over the earth. Yes. Let your ways be known. Your salvation shown all over the earth. Sing it
2: again. God be gracious.
1: God be gracious and bless us Mm. and make your face shine on us. Mm. Let your ways be known, your salvation shown all over the earth. Let your ways be known, your salvation shown all over the earth.
2: Don't you want God to be gracious to you? God to be gracious. Gracious and bless us. And make your face shine upon us. Whatever that means, it's like like a nice thing. God, let your face shine upon us. Be gracious. Bless us. Then verse 2 says that. That your ways may be known on earth. Your salvation among all nations. Don't be confused about it. What you are praying for God to do. You are saying to God God bless me. Bless me. So that I can support your work. Yes. God bless me. When I bring in my tithe. I have one mind. That I'm supporting your work. That I'm promoting your work. That your ways may be known. On earth. It's not just in London that people have to be saved. There are nations that people can be saved in. Nations, towns, villages. But who will go? How can they go? When they are going, they need support. If the church hasn't got money, there are places in this world that will live in darkness, or other religions will take over. So when you pray, God be gracious. And bless us and let your face shine upon us you are saying so that so that God so that your ways will be known on earth and your salvation among all nations the rich are always a blessing to the poor when you have you are always and you must always have the mind that I'll be a blessing to the person who has in God a greater blessing in life is not to be blessed, but it's to be called a blessing. Yes, that's what God said to Abraham. And I'll make you a blessing. That is, I'll, I'll cause you to help others. You'll help others. It's not just enough to be saved.
5: You should get others saved. You should get others saved.
2: Today you stand and clap and scream because you've seen me in church have you asked yourself why? Is it because of the suit I'm wearing? It's because you believe that as this man is a blessing to us. So I have become a blessing. What about you? Yeah, what about you? What about you? You must also aim to become a blessing. To be a blessing. That someone will also see you. People will see you with joy and with happiness. People shouldn't see you and they're angry. This is a girl that destroyed my Christianity. This is a guy that took my virginity. This is a guy that made me backslide. This is a lady that almost cost me my ministry and my calling. That is not a blessing, that is trouble. That is trouble. If that is in your past, let it be in your past. Let people see you today and have a different testimony. Work hard, work fast, so that more people will see you now and say, Hey, this person is a blessing. Not that when they see you, what they say, they are talking, they're talking you are great. You don't know. Don't know, Nero. (laughs) God be gracious and bless us. Make your face shine upon us so that your ways may be known on earth and your salvation. Among all nations. So, see, when you bring your tithe, bring your tithe, like the scripture says, that there may be meat in my house. Your tithe and your offerings and your giving, the things you have brought and the things that you are given in the house of God is in support of the gospel. To go to nations, it's to, it's to advance the word of God, it's to advance the teaching and the preaching. So as you are giving it, you've never thought of it. But what, you, what you, you've been telling God all this while is that God be gracious. That's why you'll pass your exams. That is why what others are struggling for, you will never struggle for it. Because God will be gracious towards you. And he will cause his face to shine upon you. Hmm. To be gracious, number one, means to be kind. Number two, it means to be benevolent. Number three, it means to be generous. Four, it means compassionate. Five, it means to be lenient. Six, it means to be understanding. God will understand you. Don't worry, he will understand you. When you understand someone, you are very gracious towards the person. Yeah, that's a person who says, oh, he really understands me. He really understands. He really understands. He didn't judge me. He didn't condemn me. It means he was gracious towards you. Gracious. Gracious towards you. And then it means to be merciful. Don't worry, I'll go through it again. It means to be kind. So as say, God be kind. God be kind towards us. Be kind towards me. Don't you like that kindness? Yes. Would you like God to be kind towards you? Yes. God be kind. Number two means God be benevolent. Then God be generous. Then God be compassionate. Then God be lenient. Are you writing? Yes. Next time you're coming, come with something that you can write with. Then God be understanding. Then God be merciful. God be merciful. Your tithing, your regular tithing, turns on the switch. That God be gracious. You, do, you, do, you see, after paying your time, you don't even have to pray for it. Just by bringing it as your, God, God will be gracious towards you. When you are supposed to go down, his hand will support you and keep you up. Yes. He'll be lenient. He'll be lenient. He'll be kind. He'll be merciful. Yeah. The scripture says that mercy triumphs over judgment. When you're supposed to be judged and condemned, mercy steps in. You don't, you don't even know where the mercy came from. You don't even you don't even know why you are still there when you're supposed to have been fired. You don't even know why you're receiving mercy, but you're receiving mercy because a certain seed is speaking for you. The seed the seed of sending the word to nations. God be gracious, so that so that so that. So that your word, your ways will be made known. Your word will be sent to nations. So he decides this guy is a tither. This guy is a tither. Something's about to destroy his life. Instead of sitting back and watching him to reap what he has sown. Is it when you have a good father? Like in the natural. Have a good father. One of the things that fathers, or if you like parents, for those of you who agitate for these kind of things. When you have a good father or good parents, one one of the things that parents do is that they bend over backwards. They do everything possible to give you many chances to do well yeah it's when it's when you don't have much support that you discover you try something once it doesn't work, then it's, it's almost like that's your fate. It's like now it's like now you, you almost need a miracle. you almost need a miracle. but natural in the natural, you see that parents try. I mean they try and they keep trying. so some, some of you don't know what your parents have done for you.
5: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. you don't know what they've done for you some, some of them have made zigzag moves zigzag now that you're older I'm, I'm sure you can see you can see you, you can see that you have a British accent but you don't have a British passport yes so you, you don't even know how you stayed here you don't know why you don't have it. They've tried. They've tried to, compared, compared to wherever they come from, they, they have believed that this place, this world is better. So they've tried to keep you here. And hope, they they, I mean they've hoped and still hoping that there'll be a Breakthrough. For you to be okay here. Because they don't want you to go through the struggles they've, they've gone through. So they've tried. Maybe you don't, you don't even know yourself. You don't even know yourself. They've tried. To keep you. Yeah. That's the experience of having a parent. That's the experience of having a parent. Having someone that is there. Who cares about you. Who wants you to do well. They force you. Sometimes even what you are studying. You didn't even like it. When you've grown up there, you discover that, oh, I wanted to study this, but I was forced to do this. Some of the courses, come on. I mean, though, though you had classmates, but I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, it could have been better, but it's not over, it will be better. Amen. It will be better, yes. It will be better. We'll guide you in the church to do other things. Yes, you, you will do better. Amen. You will have a good job, Amen. you work in a good place. Amen. Just be ready to work, okay? Be ready to work. Don't be lazy, don't resign, don't be depressed, don't entertain all those evil spirits. Because it is you have, you have 70 more years to live. Do you know that? 70 more. How can, how can you say that your mistake at, at 18 is what you are going to live for the rest of your life? I mean, why? Why do you want to do that to yourself? No, it will get better. Just be ready to work hard. Don't be one of those depressed people. I bind the spirit of depression. Amen. And I cast it out of you. Amen. It is gone. You are free. Amen. Be, ready. be prepared to work hard. Why don't you want to work hard? Why do you want everything to work by magic? No. Be prepared to work hard. Work hard. The, the diligent soul will be blessed. Diligent means industrious, hardworking. He's the one that is blessed. Not the lazy. As for the lazy. Guy. When you go home, do a search, lazy, in the Bible. And see all the problems that come with a lazy person. Lazy, grumpy, complaining. This. Oh, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't take you anywhere. Be prepared to work. To work hard. Be prepared to admit. I made a mistake here. How do, you cor- how do you correct a mistake? No, when we were in primary school, do you not do corrections? Yes. Corrections. Did you used to have a lot of corrections? Yes. If you had a lot of corrections, it means that you are not too good. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs>
2: yes. I mean, spellings. Spellings. You didn't need to get 10 out of 10. But English was the only language you speak. Why can't you spell the words? <laughs> Some of us were thinking in another language before this one. But you, English, the only one you think. So, why, how can you not get all your words correct? Why? I don't understand. When we're not speaking English at home. And you still couldn't spell the words you've been speaking every day. Hmm. Don't change my preaching. <laughs> so I told you I have three points to you. Point number one. The house of the Lord exists to spread the word of salvation to the ends of the world. Luke 19 and verse 10. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. When you see the church. This is the reason why the church is there. Make no mistake about it. A church, the house of the Lord, is for salvation. Salvation of souls. You are all in church so that you be saved. And you all continue going to church so that others will be saved. So you reach out for others to be saved. So others can be saved. That's why we go to church. That's why they say, these, these are the words of Jesus. For the Son of Man is come to seek. And to save that which was lost. So we pay our tithes. We give offerings. Different givings, It's so that we can have a room. To rent. And to pay. So that lives can be saved. Yeah. Beloved marriage. All, the, all those are side effects of our gatherings. Is this a side effect? Is that a side effect? The main reason that we are here is not praise and worship. It's not dancing stars. It is salvation. When you are saved, then we say, okay, help. Help in the house. So we can have things that we do, things that keep us in the church. But the main aim is to save that which was lost. The main aim of your tithe and your giving It's so that we can pay for the bills to have a place where people can be saved. How many of you are happy that you are paying for a place where people can be saved? You pay for it. Yes. God will be gracious towards you. You'll be lenient. You'll be compassionate. Times when you need mercy, he will show you mercy. You will see that you have received mercy. You should have gone down, but he didn't go down because you've been interested in his house. The next one. Are you encouraged? Encouraged. It is in tithing that is giving 10% of your blessings that enables the house of God to send people to preach the gospel of salvation. Without your tithe, nobody can be sent. Nobody can go anywhere. Nobody can be anywhere. Because there are places when a missionary lands, there is no job. There is no job. Even even if he wants to work, he can't work. Do you understand? You want to work. It's unlike when you are in, in England. You want to work. You apply for jobs. And maybe they will say they don't want you. They want you. But there are places when you get there. You can have PhD squared. Or PhD cubed. But there is, there is nowhere to apply to. But still there are souls there. 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 There are souls, there. There are souls, there. There are souls that are, are as important as your soul. Your soul is not better than them. There are souls there. They may sound funny to you when you speak Just as you sound funny to them when you also speak. But they are souls. They are souls. But there's no job. So somebody, somebody has to keep such a person there. Have to keep such a person there happy, comfortable, okay. That the person can eat, the person can have warmth. The person can drink clean water. Somebody has to pay. Whilst you are drinking Avian. Somebody who could also be drinking Avian decides that I'm giving up Avian for something important in this life. Important in this life. It's important. It's important. Don't think it is not important. Don't think you are better than anybody. No, 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 None of you should ever have that feeling. It's an evil spirit. It's a wicked spirit. It's a, it's a way of a mentally retarded person to think that you are better than somebody. You are greater. You are nicer. You are, you are, you are cute. It's, you, you are mentally retarded. You are mad. You are mad. You are, mad. You are uneducated. You are an idiot. to ever think you are better than somebody, please, please don't, don't, don't start, don't start, don't start that spirit and don't start those things. We are not in primary school. We are not on a playground. We are on the playground. Grow out, grow, grow out of that mentally retarded kind of assessments. You're an adult now. How can you be playing around as though you are seven years old and speaking like a seven year old? How can you be so you you can't you can't be naive? A minister, a Christian cannot be naive. You can't afford to be naive and think that and think use use unfortunate parameters to determine who is important and who is not. You you need brainwashing. You need your brains to be washed. Because now you are naive. You are naive. You are backward. You are mentally retarded. Do you understand mentally retarded? It means your thinking is in reverse. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that when we are serious, they laugh. That's a mental problem. That's a mental problem. That's when someone was trying to find my way at the station. I saw somebody i saw somebody she just started shouting help <laughs> so i looked at her and i said hey, what problem is this <laughs> and then she was with somebody and the person said don't shout don't shout don't shout I realized that she had a problem, oh.
5: she, I, I just, she, had a problem. she just shouted
2: help he said don't shout don't shout she had a problem but when we're serious you laugh you have a problem when we will laugh, you're serious. It's a problem. <laughs> souls have to be saved. You don't want souls to be saved. You have a problem. You say people from here, people from here, Is you, are, you, are, you are more cute than them or you are ni- nicer by what? Nicer by what? Excuse me. You're quite myopic. You're quite myopic in your understanding of life. And your assessment of the world. You're quite narrow minded. You're quite naive. But this message is helping. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. When you give. Don't hold back your giving. When you give. You're saying souls should be saved. Souls should be won. Souls should be changed. That's what you are saying. Souls should be changed. Souls should be won. Souls, others should hear of Christ. You don't want to live. Somebody would like to live there. Somebody who is more broad-minded. Who has a calling. Who has a burden. Who has a care for for what God cares about. We'll say, i like to live there. Because there are souls there. Only because there are souls there. Only because there are souls there. Number three or two? Three. Last point. Three? Three or two? What's number one? Ah. Then two is what? Okay, let's read Romans chapter 10. Romans 10. Verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Can you understand that? Please, can you understand that? That whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is God's condition. Whosoever anybody at all anybody at all God doesn't, God doesn't care about the color doesn't care about educational background doesn't care doesn't care about nationality doesn't care about whosoever. anybody at all who can call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved that's a huge responsibility on the church it's a it's a it's a it's a big burden on the church that God God is there he's saying that I'm there I'm not selective. I'm not choosy. I'm not fussy. Anybody at all who call upon my name, I'll the person can be saved. Then it says verse 14. How then, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? No problem. How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Who will go and preach? Who will be the preacher? Who will be the people? You know, you know. One of the things that evangelism will teach you, outreach will teach you, if you care, if you care to try. This week, try. If you care to try. One of the things it will teach you is that there are people. There are people who don't know what you know. That is why they are unsaved. There are thousands of people, if not millions of people, who do. everybody is not hardened. Everybody is not hardened. Everybody everybody is not is not irritated by, by the gospel. Everybody is not doesn't get irritated and angry because you want to talk about Christ. Everybody is not like that. You think everybody is like that? You have decided some people don't want to be saved. Everybody, everybody is not like that. You discover thousands of people who don't believe because there there is no preacher. There is no preacher. There is no preacher. There is no preacher. There's nobody preaching. Nobody's trying. Nobody's making an effort. No one is saying anything to them. That is why they are the, that is why perhaps even other faiths and they've developed other convictions. Other convictions that when you present yours, they will discover that what they have is It's nonsense. It's nonsense. But how? How shall they hear? How shall they hear? So that they can believe, so that they can be saved, without a preacher. And then verse fifteen says, that, "And how shall they preach, except they be sent?" Somebody has to send. Somebody has to send. Somebody has to send. Somebody has. To send. Somebody has to, in other words, somebody has to back them. Somebody has to support them. Somebody has to say, "Okay, we are here. We'll back you. We we, are, we like our skin." We like our skin. We don't like mosquitoes and dragons. I hear there are dragons over there. We don't want any dragon to bite us and snakes and lizards. We will like our skin. If you like your skin, no problem. No problem. There's somebody who says, I'm a preacher. I'm a preacher. So send me. If you send me, I'll go. Use your tithe to send me. Use your offerings to send me. Back me. Support me. Help me. Help me to preach. Help me to go. Help me to go. Help me. Help me to go. Help me and I'll go. Back me. That's the same. Send- who are the senders? They're always senders. they are always people who send. No problem. No problem. You like your makeup? You like your shoes? You like London? No problem. Stay in London. You like Tesco? You like Sainsbury's? You like M&S food hall? No problem. No problem. No problem. Just, just just don't judge them. Because that one you sound you sound unwell. Don't feel better. Don't think better. Don't be in first love and feel better than somebody. No. 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 Don't 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 even make a joke about it. Don't make a joke about it. Because you don't you, you don't make you don't make jokes about things that are serious to you. I realize. I said to one brother once, I said, You're making a joke about this, but I realize that you don't make a joke about things that are serious to you and sensitive. You don't make jokes about it. You don't make jokes about your wayward siblings. Why don't you joke about them? Why don't you joke that your brother has gone crazy? Or your sister has gone bonkers. Why don't we hear jokes about that? You don't joke about things that are serious to you. Anything you joke about, it means it's not serious to you. Why don't you joke about it? I wish I could hear you making jokes that my brother is an alcoholic or my brother is on the weed. He's so crazy. He's such a crazy guy. He comes in the middle of the night, He still starts singing. Why don't you joke about it? Because it's not funny. It's so funny. You don't joke about it. We don't, we, don't we don't joke about things that are things that are things. We don't say anything. But we joke about other things. We think other things are funny. And I'm saying, I'm saying, nothing is funny. It may be far from you, but it's not funny. The fact that it's far from you doesn't make it funny. Doesn't make it qualify to become a joke. It doesn't make it, it, doesn't make it a reason and a point to amuse yourself. Because it's far
5: from you. There are things you can laugh about. Why don't you laugh? Why don't you
2: laugh about things that go on in your house? There are things in your house you don't laugh about. But it's funny. It, doesn't, it also doesn't exist in somebody's house. Somebody also doesn't know such a situation. Somebody also doesn't know such a situation. When you say the way your mother and your father is, it's funny to somebody. It's like, you even your mother doesn't talk to your father? Yeah. <laughs> It's not funny. So don't laugh about others. Don't laugh at others. Don't even say it. Don't make light of it. Let somebody also come to you and say, "Hey, you! When was the last time your mother slept with your father?" You see, I say, "Oh, yes, yes." That one hurts, isn't it? That one hurts. Other things also hurt. The things that are far from you, so far, it's like so disconnected from you, it also hurts. So now be Christian. Be Christian. And love everybody. And love souls. And believe in salvation. Be Christian. Because everything hurts. It's not just what you know, what you have experienced that hurts. Everything hurts. oh yes everything hurts everybody's mistake is painful everybody's bad experience is painful everybody who hasn't got an advantage or is not privileged is painful but the soul winner has a large heart for everybody and for every type of person he doesn't discriminate doesn't discriminate that's what the Bible says. Verse thirteen. Give me verse thirteen, please. Verse thirteen. They said, whosoever, "Whosoever, whosoever, 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 on the mountains, in the valleys, across the oceans, in the jungles, in the cities, whosoever, anybody at all, anybody at all, anybody at all, anybody at all." shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved are we gonna stand in the way of of people who want to be saved of people who can be saved We we should preach and we should send 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 We should preach and we should send. And God will be gracious towards us. He'll be gracious and he will bless us. And he will cause his face to shine upon us. Because we are sending his word. We are making his ways known. People don't know the ways of God. People don't know the ways of God. People don't know the ways of God. God. People don't know that this way exists. That God has an easier, better, blessed way of life. People don't know. People don't know. Because there are no preachers. And there are no senders. But we shall be preachers. And we shall be senders. We will preach and we will send. Stand to your feet. You say you have all three points, isn't it? Oh, you people. I'll read the last one to you. Third one. Is that the famous blessing spoken over the Philippian church is testimony to the effect of tithes and offerings. Philippians 4.15. Ah, moreover, of you Philippians know in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel when I set out from Macedonia. Not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you only are you there for even when I was in Thessalonica you sent me aid again and again when I was in need not that I am looking for a gift but I am looking for what may be credited to your account are you understanding this blessing verse 18 I have received full payment and even more I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. Then verse 19. And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. This is like the missionary or the evangelist out there. And he's saying that All the churches, nobody sent anything, nobody supported. But you supported. And therefore, his prayer to the people who have given. King James, give me King James 419. You always memorize verses from King James. He says that, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. According to his riches. Into his there are some people if they said they say today is your birthday. Don't give you a gift. When you look at it, you know what they can give, isn't it? And then there are other people when they tell that I'm giving you a gift. Mm. You know that it's better. <laughs> yes, you know things can be better. Depending on who is given. Depending on who is given. The gifts are different. Some people say, Oh, I'm bring you a gift. You know for sure it's a card. It's a card it's a card or is donuts empty card, yes empty card, empty card with a signature with crosses kiss kiss love you, yes but he says that my God his God above my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory, by Christ Jesus may God supply all your needs may God be your supplier how many of you would like God to be your supplier? May God be your supplier, Amen. the one that supplies your need. May it be God. May it be God. May it be God. May God be the one that takes over your life. He you said, "This one needs this. Let me supply. Let me supply. Let me supply. Let me supply." But these are people who have supported, have supported the missionary, the evangelist. They have given. They have given now, God. Now the prayer, the prayer for them is that God shall supply all your need. May God supply everything to you. May He give you everything. May this prayer become a reality in your life. That God shall be gracious and bless you and cause His face to shine upon you. May God bless you. Stand to your feet. Wow! are you ready for God to bless you and cause his face to shine upon you what a blessing bow your heads and just pray and thank God for thank him for this afternoon thank him for what you have heard what he has said if he has blessed you say thank you to him if he has blessed you say thank you to God say thank you to God thank you to him thank 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 God Thank God Thank Him Yes, thank Him From all you've heard All you've received, thank Him Thank Him Thank Him Thank Him Thank him. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Jesus... Yes, Lord. Yes, Father. Thank him. Thank him for what has blessed you today. Thank him for it. That it shall become a reality in your life. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Father, we want to thank you today. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for guiding us. Thank you for your words of revelation and blessing that you've brought into our lives today. Thank you for light that has come to us. We give you thanks. And we give you praise today. Now while every eye is closed and every head is bowed. I want to pray for you as we prepare to close off. You are here, somebody invited you to church. Or perhaps you've been going to church. But you have no relationship with God. And you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Today I want to surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. If you're here like that, you say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to just lift up your right hand wherever you are. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. lift up high and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus in my life today. God bless you. I can see the hand there. God bless you. You also want to join you. I want to give your life to Jesus today. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. Today is my day. I need to be saved. I want to be saved. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you, Pastor. Pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I want to be saved. I want to go to heaven when I die. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. Just your right hand. And I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. God bless you. Have your hand lifted up. I want to do one more thing. I want to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seat and come to me. Come all the way. Come from wherever you are. Come. God bless you. Come. Even if you didn't lift up your hand and you want to come, you can still come. Come to Jesus. Come. come Come from wherever you are God is drawing you God bless you God kept you just to show you his love just to show you mercy that's why he kept you yes 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 come yes yes Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Let's say this prayer together. Whole church join us. We say this prayer. Let's close our eyes. Let's say this very important, all important prayer. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus Christ, who died for my sins and rose up on the third day. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Please be the Lord of my life. Please forgive me of all my sins. I am a sinner. I repent of all my sins. I am sorry for all my sins. Please forgive me, Lord. Lord Jesus, please be the head of my life and the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life from today. I'll save you and I'll live for you. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me. Say it, say for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Say a good amen. amen. God bless you. Please receive these gifts. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Beautiful. What a, what a blessing. 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 God bless you. Let me pray for you before you go to bed. Father, I pray for these precious ones in front. Thank you for salvation. Establish them in your house. May they love you and may they save you all the days of their lives. May every connection with the world and with sin and with difficulties be broken today. In Jesus' name, Lord. Thank you for salvation once again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. (laughs) Brothers, sisters.
1: Brothers, sisters, we are one
2: with me father i pray for everybody here as we receive the lord's body and the lord's blood lord let healings take place let deliverance take place lord let the yokes be broken lord let burdens be lifted away lord let weights be lifted away oh god let pain 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 be healed lord let discouragement disappear oh god let strength come into the bodies of your people. Strength, boldness, courage, joy, happiness, peace, Lord. Let it enter, let it come. Let strength come into your people, Father. I pray for your people. I pray for your children, Lord. I pray for your children and your servants, these dear ones, Lord. Let strength come to them, O oh God. Let them be encouraged. Let them be encouraged. Let them be encouraged. Let them see what you see, O God. Let our eyes see what you see, O God. Let our eyes see the reason why you sent your only son to die for us, Lord. Open our eyes. Open our eyes, Lord. Open our eyes. That we'll see the fields. and we'll see the harvest, Lord. Open our eyes to see it, Lord touch our hearts oh God to love the lost to seek the lost to care for the dying to pray for the perishing oh God open our eyes Lord let this time remind us and heal us and open our eyes heal our blindness oh God heal our selfishness deliver us from naivety Lord that we will see what you saw we will see what you still see oh God souls 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 oh God may we see it thank you father I bless this bread I bless this cup Lord may it bring strength to us in Jesus name the body of Christ the body of Jesus
4: Christ. Eat it.
2: The blood of Jesus. Drink it. Thank you, Father, for blessing, for healing, for open eyes, for strength, for encouragement, Lord for encouragement thank you for encouraging us encourage us change us fill us with your spirit Lord let us see what you see let us believe in what you saw when you saved us Lord change us Lord into worthy servants to glorify your name in Jesus name Amen Say a big Amen Amen.
0: We hope that you've been blessed by this message For more information follow us on social media Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube And First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram Have a blessed week It's risen upon